Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. If you're as old as I am, you'll know that there was a movie. It was sort of a, in the era of like, like when breakdancing first came yeah, out. it was Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. And they made a second one. And it was called really? Breakin' 2 Electric Boogaloo. So Breakin', B-R-E-A-K-I-N apostrophe. Right. Was the first movie. And then they made a second one called Breakin' 2 Electric Boogaloo. Boogaloo. And then somehow fast forward to, you know, the 2000s and the word boogaloo has been like co-opted or something. And now oh, it means... Oh, the boogaloo boys. Yeah, the, the boogaloo right? boy, you know, all that kind of stuff. Oh. So... So both in part to make fun of both of those things, but also because I thought it was appropriate being we're talking about eerily similar events that happened to this guy, Jean-Luc Brunel, a one-time Miami modeling guru found dead in jail. Modeling guru? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) What is that? Uh, so I, I have to back up because that's the second article. The first article is actually I got from Yahoo News. Yes, I know it's pronounced Yahoo, but I like to call them Yahoos. Epstein's alleged pimp, John Luke Brunel, found Ooh. hanged in cell. Now, that makes you think, oh, you're like, wait, Epstein was his prostitute? And like, did he, did John Luke, was John Luke smacking Epstein up and all that kind of thing? Well, no, no, no. It Plot means- twist. Brunel, who founded Karen Models, K-A-R-I-N, and MC2 Model Management, started blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it talks about this guy at ad nauseum, and I don't want to give him any more press than he really deserves. But um, So, yeah, that was weird. I read this last night, and I was like, hmm, interesting. Uh, they probably got footage, though, right? It was my first thought, because, like, you know, he's in jail, and he's been there for some time. He's part of the Epstein case. You would think anybody involved in this case at this point would be under 24-hour camera surveillance. Well, how would they murder him if he was under surveillance? But no, they weren't. Nope, not at all. In fact, Jeffrey Epstein associate Jean-Luc Brunel, one-time Miami modeling guru, found dead in jail. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein's former business partner and alleged accomplice in trafficking and sexually abusing girls, Jean-Luc Brunel. (laughs) was found dead Saturday in his French jail cell, according to French authorities. Brunel's death eerily echoes Epstein's death by hanging in a New York prison cell in August 2019 that was ruled a suicide. (laughs) Brunel had been arrested in December 2020 and was under investigation on rape and sex trafficking charges. It almost seems like the entire ring of people who were doing this that their conscience is getting the better of them now that they're being held accountable for their actions. Give me a break. Oh, my God. Like, seriously? (laughs) Why even go to jail to hang yourself? Just do it at home before you even get in trouble. Since we brought up the chickpeas, and well, and if you're watching us at video.freetalklive.com, Steve Classic here is putting up a picture of the guard who is allegedly uh, manning the post, if you will. She shut the cameras off. Yeah. So, but we talked a little bit about uh, starchy vegetables, chickpeas, and that kind of thing. And uh, this from Euronews.green that that Nikki brought in. I was hoping this is where you were going. (laughs) Plant based passion, why vegans have better sex. And I'm just looking at this photo that they have accompanying (laughs) this. 
article, and it's like a banana banana with like a half unwrapped condom. It's red, by the way, uh, you know, on the banana itself, cucumber. a half shucked ear of corn, a cucumber. I mean, you know, not very phallic symbols at all, really. Uh, a half sliced, pan- uh, what is it? A pear and a tangerine and <laughs> peach, peach that that have phallic sort of symbolism associated with them. They're all fruits. They're not all. Well, I guess there's a couple of vegetables. Yeah. We all know eating more plants is good for us and the planet, but some say the benefits of a vegan diet extend into our love lives, too. Who doesn't want better circulation and stamina for a more enjoyable evening for all involved? But hang on, we all know the saying about beans, and it's true. (laughs) Beans can cause flatulence. (laughs) Yes, yes, they can. Not ideal for a romantic evening. Although, if you're into the Dutch oven, <laughs> oh man, oh. certainly uh, Do we have a one of the many one of the many tools you have in your kitchen at your disposal for cooking the beans. Uh, what's the best dish to eat before you jump into bed? Ooh, ooh, ooh! I know. Pick me, pick me. Okay, Nikki. Pineapples. <laughs> uh, I think everybody knows about the pineapple thing, right? No, Steve. Yes, I do. Okay, all right. Well. I- I, I know of it, but I I have not participated in the <clears throat> actual taste. Oh, test. just keep one of those, uh, you know, it's like a half gallon thing of pineapple juice in the yeah. can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, keep yeah. one of those around, just in case. Just in just case. In case you, know? Know? Yeah, you, you need, need to, to do that for like a couple on, days. You know? It's 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 yeah. it's the same thing for uh, for the guys who are getting older and got to use the pills, right? You know what oh, I mean? Oh, pineapple works for that. Well, if you take the pineapple juice at the same time you take the pill, it all just sort of works itself out. Oh, wow. Mm, okay. Right, because you got to take the pill usually a little bit before, yeah. allegedly. So I've been told. I don't have that problem. Mm. So. You don't have. You never run out of pineapple juice. <laughs> no, never. I always have plenty. You're like, of I'm, pineapple I'm stocked juice. up. I'm yeah. pineapple apocalypse ready. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The Mediterranean diet has long been known to support a healthy heart, but research has also shown these benefits may extend to sexual health, reducing the risk of erectile dysfunction and preserving sexual function explains London-based nutritionist Lily Souter. So, by eating less meat, moderate fish and dairy, small amounts of red wine, and having an emphasis on plant-based foods, things could certainly be looking up (laughs) in the bedroom. (laughs) Yeah, there needed to be a timpani. (laughs) She adds that if you're worried about baked beans on toast... (laughs) Because nothing's sexier than baked beans on toast, let me tell you. I've never I mean, heard of baked beans on toast. Really? It must oh, be a British a good one. thing. Yeah? Must be a vegan thing. <laughs> must buy stock in Heinz baked beans. <laughs> she adds, if you're worried about baked beans on toast, go for green beans, rice, or quinoa. Is that how you say that? Yeah. Or quinoa. <laughs> Q-anon. <laughs> Q-anana. Q-anana. Instead, which are less likely to make you feel gassy. During those intimate moments, <laughs> that just sounds There's like nothing funnier than sounds that. like a horrible, horrible infomercial. <laughs> are you suffering? Fr- are you gassy during those intimate moments? <laughs> Did you buy beans during the pandemic of 2020? Do vegans agree with this assessment? We spoke to three people anonymous, anonymously who identify as vegan to get the lowdown on whether their love lives have improved since going plant based. One started off by saying plant-based food is generally easier to process, which makes vigorous sex after dinner dates 
more pleasant, he added, that there haven't been too many changes in his sex life, but that the only noticeable difference is probably right after a meal. Another vegan living in the north of England went into some more detail for us. I've been a vegan on and off for about 10 years, and it's quite obvious how much having a vegan diet has improved my sexual performance. I have stronger erections, more stamina, <laughs> quicker refractory periods, wow. and could perform three to four times within a night or session, or he tells us. <laughs> because sometimes three to four times takes more than just night. It becomes daytime yeah, fortnight, at, yeah. at that point. <laughs> It sounds Olympian there. Jeez. That should be a band name. Vigorous Erections. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> that is a rock and roll band name if I have ever heard one. Uh, particularly if it was like something out of like the, you know, hard rock of the 70s and 80s. And that kind oh, of yeah. Thing, you know? yeah. Uh, or better yet, it's a bunch of aging rockers, <laughs> right, who are endorsed by the Little right. Blue Pill. And now they're back. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm thinking Aerosmith. Since the Ottawa thing had kicked off, the the truckers for you know lifting the mandates and Canada doing the Reich thing, and you know, don't honk on me. Yeah, uh, and it's a horrible, terrible situation. Many folks have been wondering, will there be something similar? And there have been rumors about yes, there will be, but up until well, apparently Friday, at least nobody here at Free Talk Live. I could substantiate that. We even had callers call in who are truckers themselves or involved in the trucking industry. It was like, I if if something like that were going on, I'd have heard about it. Now, you know, sometimes stuff gets biased, but uh, this was just released today, and it is from thepeoplesconvoy.org. American truckers are launching the People's Convoy, a peaceful and unified transcontinental movement on February 23rd from Adelanto Stadium in Southern California. Uh, American truckers are launching the People's Convoy on Wednesday the 23rd from the Atalanta blah, blah, blah. Starting at 10 a.m., hundreds of truckers will hear words of encouragement and blessing from a group of speakers, including FLCCC President Dr. Pierre Corey and Godspeak Church Pastor Rob McCoy. The truckers and blue-collar workers of the United States will be joined by freedom-loving supporters from all walks of life. The overuse of hand sanitizer actually creates more super infections that are resistant to hand sanitizers and different sort of antibacterials. So all of these precautions that people are taking are actually making their own personal situation so much worse. Yeah. And I got the COVID uh, relatively early on, along with a few other hosts here at Free Talk Live. And... I mean, I was I stayed away for two weeks because that's what you know, everybody said two weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Quarantine's two weeks, right? Okay, all right. Uh, I had it, and it was a weird flu, right? It was slightly different than like the regular flu. Can't smell anything for, for me yeah. in the fact that like the symptoms were a little bit out of order compared to how I normally get them in the flu. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, uh, yeah, the the Can't loss smell. of taste, and I had no maybe taste. for like a day. I had like a bit of I'll, I'll call it delirium, just this sort of like. Where, like, reality and my dreams were sort of melting into one. Mm. I was this half-conscious sort of thing. You know, it was weird. I found my my loss of motivation to do anything. Was, oh, I've was, never lost that. Well, yeah, just like, that yeah. well, just like you're on the couch. like, well, do I want to get up and get... Uh, I'm just, I'll just well, that's right like here. general fatigue, but right, that you yeah, get from yeah. being, yeah. like, definitely, Ill, yeah. you know? I, I did lose a, a bit of weight, uh, and I drank a whole bunch of fluids, 
Scotch? Um, no. no. Uh, ironically enough, I actually stayed uh, away from booze. Uh, uh, I Generally, when I get sick, I douse myself with water, and by douse, I mean I drink a bunch. I want everybody to know that there's some good health care solutions that can help you in any case. And it, they're usually plant medicine. And for every different thing, you might need something different. But it's good to know somebody who knows about the different plants. So if I were to say you need to do something, I couldn't do that because I'm not licensed to practice medicine. Sure. But I've, I've noticed a lot of people saying that drinking dandelion tea can help them feel better for almost anything. Mm. I have had dandelion wine in my life. and mm. yeah, I've had <laughs> that, dandelion mead. That's good. Yeah. Uh, the dandelion tea does have, um, like, immune-boosting properties. Some antioxidants or something. Yeah. yeah. Vitamin C or something. But it is good for your immune system. What else, Justin? There, there's, there's different types, right? There's root and there's leaf and this and that. Yeah. But pe- people that are feeling sick, they try the dandelion tea. It's almost like an instant feeling better. Okay, and then the mm. other thing I wanted to talk about was this convoy that we got coming up. Breaker one nine. And it's not it's not it's not specific to the convoy necessarily, but we gotta show the truckers some respect every day. Even if we don't see the convoy, even if we're not with the convoy. I remember being a, a kid in the seventies and getting a, a CB. There used to be CB clubs, and everyone would have CB radios. Uh, the CB it was great. I've said this before on this show, but the CB was actually the first internet. Yeah, hmm. I guess you're right. It's where you would go to ask questions. A chat room. It was the first chat room. It was the first forum, right? It was the right. first video chat, except no video, right? Right. So, but chat. like voice chat. Yeah. You know, certainly it had that. And also, uh, at the advent of the internet, what was the first rule of the internet? Don't put your personal information <laughs> yeah. on the internet. And now so, we have social media where it's like... Here's but, my kids and uh, everything about right. my life. Don't but, post but, pictures but what, of children on the internet. What did that rule create early on in the internet? It created handles for everybody. Yeah. Right? Everybody had their internet At. handle. Right. That's where Captain Kickass comes from. Well, At kind Steve of. Classic. I was I was Captain Kickass before the internet. That's how Internet Sunshine came about. That was like my Facebook name, so I wouldn't put my real name on the internet. Perfect. And then everybody just kept calling me Nikki Sunshine, and I was like, you know what? This is way better than my legal government name. Yeah. What about you? Did you have an internet handle early on? Uh, no. No, oh. I had a radio handle in college radio. What about a CB handle? I did. I was the road rider. The road rider. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. KZC 1077. 1977. All right. All KZC 1977. So if, if you look that up on the uh, Magic Rectangle, you can find out who I am. Over 230 people freed after a single New York Police Department cop caught framing innocent people for drug crimes. That's right. 230 people have been freed over one single cop's poor actions. <sighs> Granted, they're incentivized to do this kind of stuff. but Unfortunately, this is not uncommon. Maybe to this degree, but... I, I mean, who knows, right? Who knows? Because... Who watches the watchers, right? The cops, exactly. cops do have what they call internal affairs, but for them to ever really kind of go against their fellow cops, right? Everybody talks about the thin blue line and the brotherhood and you know all that kind of stuff. And like these guys are conditioned to not rat on each other, much like any other gang. 
Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Once you're in that gang, you're all sticking together. Yeah. Uh, you don't snitch on your brothers, and they don't snitch on you, and know, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Despite the fact that uh, they are financed by, well, coercion, theft. So, anyway, this is out of Brooklyn, New York. Charges against the now-disgraced New York PD detective Joseph Franco are being welcomed by the families of more than 130 New Yorkers as it is leading to the dismissal of their family members' charges. We did not want to dismiss or vacate out of hand all cases he was involved in. We investigated those that hinged on his testimony and sworn statements, Bronx County District Attorney Darcel Clark said in a statement. Franco's compromised credibility suggests a lack of due process in the prosecution of these defendants, and we cannot stand behind these convictions. Uh, <laughs> you think? Yeah. Uh, how about it's about time? <laughs> Hundreds of cases have gone by in which you could have done something, but no. One man. I know. I wonder how many, like how long this spans over. Like how many years was he doing this? Good question. Uh, How long has that that review board been doing this? Is this their first review? Well, we we got, we're starting with our first guy. We found 170. This second guy. (laughs) This, at least the the 133 uh, felony cases that were dropped uh, were from 2011 to 2015, so only a four-year span for just those cases. Hmm. Anyway, an additional 250 cases are under review, and a total of 500 cases could be dropped. Wow. That's a lot of lives ruined by this guy, or at least temporarily ruined, right? Because now they're going to get out of jail, hopefully, but I yeah. mean... Yeah. How can one cop be responsible for 500 cases where people are wrongfully commit or, or you know something's wrong with his testimony and evidence that i mean we we know that the state is an organization of violence and coercion and has a monopoly on it because they won't allow competition so uh, i get that like these people are incentivized you know all that kind of stuff but this is out of hand well, they're, his numbers are approaching the Clintons' numbers. You're like, oh, they're rookie numbers compared to Clinton. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it brings us back to our first story. This guy's small time. <laughs> oh, it is just, and they have these different. They have the conviction review unit, and then they have the wrongful conviction unit. Who's paying for that? Yeah, well, of course, taxpayers. Yeah, I mean, they're taking it out of your wallet. Well, proverbial your. You don't live in New York, so probably not Thank your God. wallet specifically. But if you've ever traveled there, you've probably you know given up some tax money or some revenue to a tollway yeah. or yeah. something like that. So yeah, yeah, you. So some so some guy can wrongfully imprison five hundred people. So some guy can you know join the force and get promoted to the wrongful conviction unit. <laughs> yeah, that's probably where this guy's going to get promoted to. It's got to be a pretty big unit. <laughs> Eats a lot of vegetables. Eats a lot of vegetables. Do you guys uh, remember this quote, uh, be red or be dead? I think uh, the quote I remember was better red than dead, or better dead than red, sorry. Better dead than red is the one I remember. Oh, but uh, do you kind of think this is is the communist way of doing things, just trample in and take over territory and make it communist? Don't you think that's what's going on now? 
I mean, the United States of America is far more of a socialist nation, which is sometimes uh, conf- you know uh, correlated to communism. Uh, in fact, so much so that the former Soviet Union would be right. so jealous as to the ability of the government to track and find and you know do all the communist things that they wanted to do uh, that they they would only dream of <laughs> that the United States is currently doing, which is really sad, by the way. Right, but you know something. Uh, the some one of the communist programs that have been gone, by the way, is our pension. It has been gone, believe it or not, in America. It, uh, they tricked the labor unions into putting the pensions uh, into the stock market. After Gonzalez moved to dismiss the cases. Under his office, Judge Matthew D. Emick moved to dismiss dozens of similar drug convictions tied to the corrupt cop. Brooklyn criminal court judge Keisha Espinal followed suit by vacating more than 50 drug convictions. As for Franco, he is currently awaiting trial on dozens of counts of first-degree perjury and other related charges. Does that mean he's in jail? Probably not. Is he out on bail and free awaiting awaiting trial? Generally, probably uh, suggests that uh, otherwise he's probably it would say, on paid leave. Yeah, otherwise it would say he's currently in jail awaiting trial, yeah. but it doesn't. It just says he's awaiting trial on dozens of counts of first degree perjury and other related charges, despite facing over a dozen charges in April 2019 and again in July 2019. Franco was not fired from the department until a year later in Boo. May of 2020. I want to know what charges are he is he facing because it said he was Perjury. framing people for narcotics though so shouldn't he be facing like drug dealing charges or something because clearly he was doing other things why else would he be framing these people you know what I mean as far back as 2011 why wasn't he yeah you know, why is it that when police do um, things that would get you or I yeah you know the worst harshest of treatments why does it take so long for them to get fired. There's no shortage of police officers like Detective Franco. At the Free Thought Project, they report on cops who frame people frequently. Uh, One such cop whose actions were similar to the actions of Franco was Jackson County Sheriff's Deputy Zachary Wester. Wester was arrested in 2019 after video surfaced of his uh, or of this drug enforcement cop planting meth on an innocent grandmother. What? After the release of that video, other videos surfaced showing the officer planning drugs on other folks as well. So can we just brainstorm for a minute here? Sure. Why do they do things like this? Because I'm, I'm racking my brain right now. I can't even come up with anything what the incentive is to frame these people. Is it is it fame? Is it he wants to be the officer that's doing the most stuff? Like, what what is it? The only thing I can think of is they want to get promoted, right? They want to have enough busts under their collar. Yeah. They want to get the, the rewards and the so, accolades. I, I don't know if they have... Trying uh, to get up to a DEA job. Like, oh, yeah, I busted yeah. all so these people. So it sounds yeah. like the incentive should be taken away. Like, why is there a quota that cops have to meet? Why do they... Why is it a good thing for them to be busting all these people? That incentive should be taken away. Yeah, you're right. The incentive structure of government is beyond bizarre. I know you, Steve Classic, you were wanting to uh, touch on how cryptocurrency... Oh, Bitcoin socks? Yeah. Bitcoin socks. Dude, that's awesome. Are you on both feet? On both feet, yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. Wow. (laughs) 
Now, is one black with red circles, the other or with uh, yellow circles, the other one yellow with black circles? Nope, they're both the same. But I do have to confess, I stole these socks from Matt. <laughs> so you didn't really steal them because if he was serious about I'm, socks, he'd have Monero socks. He does have Monero socks. <laughs> See? that I also accidentally now, put in my sock drawer. Now, if you stole those, I could see him getting mad. He might. He won't so, be mad about the Bitcoin don't, socks. Don't tell but, him, please. Okay, nobody tell Matt that Nikki <laughs> stole his socks. Uh, Bitcoin had a hand in the Ottawa Canadian truckers <laughs> bit or a foot. Are those Bitco- sunglasses too? Bitcoin is a foot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> These are my Sunday Bitcoin socks, my fancy foot. socks, you know? So the uh, <laughs> they are fancy. They're Sundays. You're wearing your yeah, Sunday, Sunday socks. socks. My Sunday best, yeah. Sunday best. My holy, my holy socks. <laughs> this holiest of days. <laughs> Bless. Uh, the Canadian truckers, they had like a GoFundMe, something along those yes, lines. Yes, and then they, they I and guess then that, that money was stolen by the, GoFundMe and they were going to distribute it to someone else. Zoning aims to cram all human activity into neat little boxes, residential, commercial, agricultural. The system does not easily accommodate new, line-blurring ideas and practices, as Jordan Stevens learned when planning officials told her... She was not allowed to host goat yoga classes on her farm in rural Hamilton County, Indiana. You know what would fix this? Abolishing the government? Definitely. Yes, (laughs) absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Since 2018, Stevens and her partner had been running goat yoga classes where people strike traditional yoga poses while goats clamber on and around them out of a local counseling center. When the pandemic shut down the counseling center, Stevens shifted the operation to her farm. Happy Goat Lucky Acres. Whoa. Happy Goat Lucky Acres. Wow. Yeah, That's cute. It must have taken a long time to come up with that one. The move allowed her to hold classes in a safer outdoor environment while eliminating the need to hug her Nigerian dwarf goats back and forth. Lug, not hug, sorry. <laughs> it was the only full-time goat yoga business in the state and it was a good arrangement for steven's goats as well as her customers they thrive on human interaction she says on the farm we have a separate pen that we do the classes in and they run straight into that if stevens wanted to operate her business legally she would have to apply for a zoning variance wow call the swat team huh god jeez the news was a blow for Stevens. Running her business from her farm was more cost-effective and convenient, especially because she has multiple sclerosis, which makes it difficult to work outside of her home. But with few other options, Stephen try- Stevens tried to jump through the county's hoops. It cost about $1,000 in fees, plus some $4,000 in revenue lost because what? she had to oh. pause her business for two months while trying to figure this out and figure out how to jump through the hoops, raise the money, et cetera, and so Do on. Do not comply. It was yeah. all for naught. In September, the county's Board of Zoning Appeals rejected Stevens' application for a variance. I just don't understand the harm in what she's doing. Why do officials even care? Why do uh, they care? Why are they called officials? Yeah. <laughs> Unofficials. <laughs> Unofficials. Yeah. Official what? Why do why do why, governor why, why do governors have mansions? Why do birds Why do they exist? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even better question. Fortunately, Stevens was able to finish out the rest of her season, which runs from May through October, at the fairgrounds in neighboring Tipton County. But the added expense and hassle of moving the classes off the farm left her wondering whether she will continue offering goat yoga classes at all. You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. 
You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.